everyone, and welcome back to episode 19 of the Counseling Conversations podcast. I hope everyone has had a great week so far, and thank you all for being here today. Today, we are talking about the topic of guilt and how it affects our mental health. This is a topic that was inspired by a fellow listener, and I thought it would be beneficial to speak about what guilt really means. We have all felt guilt in our lives, whether we felt it at a young age when we were very young for accidentally breaking a toy, perhaps, or whether we felt bad that we accidentally stepped on someone's foot. Perhaps we felt guilt when we forgot to bring a present to a party, or perhaps we withdrew from a commitment, or perhaps We stayed up all night watching TV instead of studying for a test and that made us feel guilty. You may have experienced guilt if you were perhaps engaging in a diet plan and then broke the rules. There are seasons in our life where we feel guilt more often than not and other times in our lives where we may not feel much guilt at all. But the reality is that guilt is a normal part of being a human being. It's not something that we need to hide or feel bad about because it happens to everyone. When a person causes harm to another person or potential harm to another person, guilt is a natural emotional response. For me, growing up, I didn't have a solid understanding of what guilt was because I didn't have great understanding of my own emotions and feelings. I remember growing up in a family of five and going to school and feeling confused and not being sure if I felt sad, embarrassed, angry or guilty. It was something that I had to learn over the years and develop an understanding for myself. In my adult years, However, I have felt guilt and I felt guilt about many different things. For example, I have the privilege and responsibility of looking after two amazing dogs who are my fur babies. However, it comes with its own challenges including picking up their doggy deposits as well as endless dog walks, lunch treat making and jumper washing. When I'm out and not working from home, I experience guilt knowing that they're alone and probably incredibly lonely and even though they have their dog puzzles and treats, I can't help feeling like they're not getting enough attention or enough cognitive stimulation. When it's a sunny day in winter and the dogs haven't had a walk in days and I choose to stay indoors because I'm tired, I feel the guilt. When they look at me with their puppy dog eyes or they walk around the backyard looking bored, that's right, I feel the guilt. As a side note, it is always beneficial to be able to identify and name the feeling that you're experiencing in order to understand if it's guilt or something else. Once you have worked that out, see if you can relate that feeling to a part in your body that is experiencing it. Because as we know, our emotions have a direct connection to our bodies. Our feelings are real and give us information about how we should take action or how we should respond. 
Many of us did not grow up in homes or schools where all of our feelings were acknowledged, validated, and named for us. To then understand and feel supported about what was happening for us each time that we experienced a feeling. It's quite unlikely that whenever we had a feeling as a child, whether that was guilt or fear, that we would be told that what we were experiencing was indeed guilt or fear and how to then process it and navigate through it. It's never too late though to begin this journey of identifying your feelings so that you can take control of what it is you are feeling and then do something about it. Gloria Wilcox, who is a well-known counsellor and psychologist, developed something known as the Feelings Wheel in 1982, which is a colourful visual aid that has been proven to help people recognise, talk about, understand and even change their feelings. You can find this information online for free. So, what exactly is guilt? According to the Oxford Dictionary, guilt is about the unhappy feelings caused by knowing or thinking that you have done something wrong. I have personally come to understand that guilt is feeling a sense of distress about my responsibility for a potential negative outcome. Guilt is also an emotional experience and signals to me that I may be compromising my values in some way. We won't go into too much detail about this, but feeling guilty for something that you did not do is very much possible and valid as well. Some psychological models exist that categorize guilt and indicate that guilt can be the result from breaking personal morals or values, but it also can be the result from feeling empathy because of causing harm to someone else. And also that guilt can arise without a clear relationship between your actions and an outcome. This type of guilt sometimes is called survivor guilt, where an individual may feel unworthy of their good fortune which is common amongst those who have survived acts of terror and other types of tragedies. So what does guilt feel like in the body? As we know, every emotion that we experience has a connection to our body and some of the physical symptoms of guilt include problems with your digestion and stomach, problems with sleeping and also muscle tension. You may notice your face feeling hot or turning red. You might notice sweating, trembling in your body and other physical symptoms too. The other signs to look for can be noticing the need to deflect blame or to accuse other people of things. Someone who is guilty may try to shift the focus away from themselves and onto others. They may try to justify their actions in certain ways or perhaps spread rumors about someone else. Other signs include low self-esteem and avoidance of people or places or events linked to the cause of the guilt and the list goes on. So given this information, where did guilt come from? Well, psychoanalyst and neurologist Freud 
believed that humans experienced guilt originally and for the first time from a fear of being punished by their parents. Other psychological models have suggested that guilt in human beings began or stemmed from a personal sense of love and compassion towards others and that guilt is a result of feeling responsible for harming something that you value. Also, a research study conducted in 2012 showed that the prefrontal cortex of our brain is responsible for emotions and cognitive processing, and in particular, the amygdala and the insula are parts of the brain responsible for processing emotions such as guilt. The amygdala also connects emotions to other brain abilities, including memories and your five senses. When the amygdala does not function as it should, it can contribute to disruptive feelings and symptoms. A lack of guilt and remorse is one of many characteristics that experts have used to diagnose psychopathy or to identify a psychopath. That is all to say that guilt is not a made-up feeling or concept. It's not something that's imagined. It's a real process that happens in the human brain and it serves a purpose for us. It has also been found that guilt originates from a process of self-evaluation and it may involve your perception of how others value you. So what is the purpose of this uncomfortable feeling of distress called guilt? Well, some researchers use the term adaptive when describing guilt, meaning that it can be beneficial to us and help us survive. It can preserve social bonds and avoid harm to others. Just as I have mentioned in a previous episode that all emotions serve a function, guilt too serves a function and a purpose. It has a place in our lives. When we feel guilty, it's a sign that our moral compass is working and we can tell the difference between what is right and wrong and whether we are acting in accordance with our values or not. Feeling guilty may move you to be compelled to take action and pursue a behavior that is in line with your values. Guilt can also promote relationship repair and closeness between individuals as people may be motivated to make amends or to correct their behavior and problem solve when they have done something that has gone against their values. Individuals who have witnessed or been on the receiving end of a wrongdoing may feel more lenient or compassionate toward the wrongdoer who displays their signs of guilt. Before we finish today, it's important to note that experiencing constant and persistent guilt can be very overwhelming. Feeling constantly guilty can also interfere with your decision making and cause difficulties with setting boundaries and meeting your own needs, which may lead to a lifestyle of exhaustion and resentment. It might also be a sign that there is a mental health condition such as anxiety, PTSD or depression, just to name a few. If you are experiencing high levels of guilt, and you've noticed it for a period of time and it's kicking you down during the week, you are not alone in this. Feeling this way is not your fault and there is hope out there. 
To look after yourself, you might consider speaking to a mental health professional about ways to manage this. See if you can start to also reflect and identify where the guilt is coming from. In the next episode, episode 20, we will be talking about ways to manage feelings of guilt. So to summarize today, guilt is a very natural and real feeling that indicates to us that something is not aligned with our moral values and it serves a purpose for human beings, largely for social bonds and social repair and survival. Whilst feeling guilty can be beneficial to us if we experience guilty feelings all the time, it can be destructive and harmful to ourselves. Taking the time to reflect and understand for yourself where your guilt is coming from can be beneficial in building your self-awareness and staying in control of your feelings of guilt. So that concludes this episode for today. Thank you for listening in, my friends. And until next time, may you have peace, empowerment, and experience joyful living.